Aloha. Today is our Hawaiian day, and our guest is a a, a new author and of, of poetry called The Poetry of Aloha. And his name is Stephen Carbon, and he is here with us from Delaware, uh, although he does have a home on the island of Kauai in Hawaii. And um, The Poetry of Aloha is his debut into poetry, but he's also in his in his anthology of poetry are also some of his photographs. Uh, so he's a photographer and a poet and a musician. And we're going to be treated today to uh, a, a video of he and his group called Carbon 14, uh, who play in live in Delaware and elsewhere. Correct, Stephen? That's correct. Where, where, where else do you play? Uh, we play all along the uh, Delmarva Peninsula between the states Pennsylvania, Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, pretty much the mid-Atlantic. The mid-Atlantic. And in the background, um, you're hearing and hopefully see seeing some of the uh, music and video of one of our favorite sons of Hawaii, and that's Brother Is. Unfortunately, he passed away in 1997, uh, not before he was honored, I mean, after which he was honored posthumously, of course, uh, by lying in state at the state house. I think he's the third, only the third person in the history of Hawaii that was, and he was a non-government person uh, that was given that honor. Uh, so Brother Is, uh, anyone who is familiar with his music knows he sings like a bird and um, one of the most beautiful voices you will ever hear. This is uh, Over the Rainbow and hopefully you can see some of the beautiful scenery that um, is so much a part of the Aloha State. And by the way, Stephen, did you see in the news that uh, Hawaii was given the honor of the number one place in the world, in the country, I mean, to live? For the second year in a row, the happy, the happiest place to the live. Happiest, the happiest place to live. Did you see that? Country. Yes, I did see that. Well, mm -hmm. so Stephen and I do not know each other by living in Hawaii, but both of us have had the experience of uh, having residency on in the garden on the Garden Island of Kauai. Uh, I was there off and on for 25 years as a real estate developer. Stephen was there as a visitor who took in all the beauty and the joy of getting away from his business in Delaware to have a, uh, an injection of paradise and aloha. And this is what has inspired him to uh, photograph and write and play music. So I had a question though, Stephen, do you do any Hawaiian music when you play with your band? We, we're not that type of uh, genre of music, mm -hmm. of Hawaiian style or, or the reggae music. However, I am a big fan of those styles and right. always take in any shows I can when I'm in Hawaii. Right. But our band is mostly uh, a classic rock dance performance band that's what i thought but maybe you'll segue there and maybe when you move to hawaii after you retire that could yes. become your next career you know because that would be so ph phenomenal but you i know you said you have a ukulele now you have to get a, a slack key guitar that will be the second acquisition yeah. for your genre 
into yes. Hawaiian music, yeah. your you entree. Can never, you can never have too many guitars in life, that's that, for sure. That is true. So in, in just curious, in your band, you're not the lead singer. Who, what what exactly is your position? I'm, I am a, the bass player and a backup vocalist. I also uh, sit on, on a few drums. I do play drums as well. And, uh, and I'm pretty much the, the leader of the group and the founding member of the band. So it, it goes back many years with uh, an original lineup of, of artists that I worked with. And well, I noticed that, I noticed on, um, I can see on the video that you have a Hawaiian shirt on. Thank you so much for dressing for the occasion for our, um, right, and you're giving us the shaka. Thank you so much. We're, um, just a Absolutely. little background, so anyone that's visited Hawaii knows how special uh, the experience of paradise is, particularly when you absorb it as uh, non-tourist. And, and you can go as a tourist, but if you really want to appreciate, particularly, uh, I know the island of Kauai the best, as does Stephen. Uh, however, all the islands have something to offer. But Kauai is very, very spiritual. And uh, people always ask me, why did you uh, pick Hawaii as a place to develop real estate. And I always tell them, well, it's because, you know, San Francisco is my home for my entire adult life. Um, and that's where my heart is, as we know from Tony Bennett. However, my soul is still in Hawaii. And Stephen, I think you and I share that experience of no matter where we are in the world, Hawaii still is in our soul. And I think the, the question I would ask you is why is that for you? What is it about the Garden Island of Kauai and Hawaii in general that you believe is, is um, in your soul at all times? Yeah, it's a very charming, experience to go to Hawaii, especially the island of Kauai itself, is a, just a botanical wonder and, and joy of nature to experience, to photograph, and just to be a part of that experience in life you know, has had a deep effect on, on my writing and my whole personality and, and sort of a, a mental, spiritual, and physical cohesiveness that I find from the Aloha spirit that has befriended me, so to speak. So, and how do you define the Aloha spirit? I define that as the combination of a reverence for peace, love, nature, and a harmony of humanity. Mm. It's, uh, it's more than just a greeting of hello and goodbye. It's very much a philosophy of life, as uh, the ancient Hawaiians have uh, created their philosophy over many hundreds of you know, years and centuries of isolated living. So it is a uh, kind of a unique experience. The spirit of aloha is original in its own design. And you know, it's interesting, Stephen, when you're living there, it's almost like a third world country, even though it is uh, the, the 50th United States. And, and we have to remember that because people often forget. And so, you know, we always say the mainland when we're talking about the be, living in Hawaii, that 
uh, if we're going back to the, not the United States, as some people mistakenly say, but to the mainland. And that's very important to the Hawaiian people to, that you, you, know, you say that as they're very proud to be, or most uh, are very proud to be part of the United States. Um, there is a very colorful history, as we both know, of aloha. And also of the, when I say kind of like a third world, it's, it's um, Hawaii is unique in that it has its own language, its own music. Um, you and I both know that the music is, as we heard from Breda, is, is, is daunting music. And it has a lot to do with love and nature. So it's interesting that you would uh, pick the poetry of Aloha as the title of your book. So let's delve into that a little bit. We're going to show a, a co the cover of your book here for a moment. There it is. And you can see that's the Nepali coast, right? That that's correct. That's the, the Kalalau Valley. The Kalalau Valley. Uh, you photographed that. That's correct, yes. Did you, yeah, you, did you photograph that from the Waimea Canyon side or from the Hanalei side? That is from the Waimea Canyon side. Yeah. Up on one of the uh, canyon lookouts, right? The uh, across the Kalalau Valley out towards the North Pacific, right? In the northern part of the island, very sacred place to the ancient Hawaiians, right? As well as just a beautiful place to see. Yeah, interesting that the ancient Hawaiians actually lived in that valley, and um, and there was what they, what we call in Hawaiian the an ahu pua'a which means from the mountain to the sea. And uh, that is what the Kalalau Valley was, although it's very, very difficult land uh, to farm. They, they did, interestingly enough, farm that land. And um, tar taro was one of the major crops, as you, as you know, Stephen. Uh, however, the Ahupua'as have disappeared. Unfortunately, um, most of them are, are gone now. The definition of an Ahupua'a from the mountain to the sea was an economic subdivision that the kings uh, bestowed on their ali'i, the nobility, for their loyalty. And basically, it was economically subsisting uh, where the, the hunters in the mountains would trade with the farmers, would trade with the fishermen, and they could live economically subsisting on what was basically grown and, and hunted and fished right there in that piece of land. So they became like a um, financial fiefdom in a sense. And of course, this uh, loyalty was, was uh, <laughs> reinforced by, for the Ali'i by having this kind of a gift. Uh, actually, just to give you a little aside, I did own an Ahupua uh, on Kauai. It was called, it's called Kealia, and it's on the east side of the island, and it's from the Makaleas, from the mountains to the sea at Donkey Beach. You probably know where Donkey Beach is, Stephen, right? Yeah, oh yes, And do. And uh, Kealia Beach. Uh, so, you know, we owned the entire oceanfront piece of land at Kealia uh, above the high water mark. And uh, then we donated uh, numerous acres, about 67 acres of oceanfront land. And that today is the bike path that you probably have either used or you certainly have ridden by it, correct? 
Yes, I have many times. I'm very, very proud of that. But, you know, this isn't about me, but I just wanted you to know that I, I have such a powerful feeling for you because of who you are and what you have done to uh, basically reinforce through your writing and your music, I mean, and your photography, the uh, spirit of Aloha. So let's go back to the book and tell us a little bit about some of the poems that you wrote and why they are so special to you and maybe even quote one that's shorter so that we can put it um, into our memories. Yes. Uh, I definitely uh, felt a very uh, compelling uh, sense of emotion to put this book together. It was more or less a labor of love and just uh, a joy of, of photography of the island and from those images and from the, uh, the aloha spirit of the people, this book evolved from just uh, just personal writings to become, you know, a full book of poetic and photographic, you know, beauty and just my uh, overwhelming, you know, sense of emotion that I have about the island, the uh, lifestyle, the all the uh, people that I've met there on the island have been so gracious and inviting. This, this book is a tribute to them and to the island and to the spirit of Aloha. So is the princess of Aloha that's in, featured in some of your poetry, is that a real, is, if it's not too personal to ask, is that a real person that you're referring to? Yes, it is. Aha. There is a uh, symmetry there between an island girl and the island of Kauai itself. There's, mm. there's a so intermix of love between the two and the poetry is about it's up to the reader to interpret but it's sometimes it's you, you just don't know if i'm talking about the island or an individual mm -hmm. or the combination of both so it's sort of a uh, you know a, a well mix I would say that that is one one lucky wahini. <laughs> 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 That's so cool that you had a real person to. Thank you so much. It is dedicated to her. However, I, she wants to keep her anonymity with it. So Correct. I will leave. You know. Of course, just, we we understand. That's why I, I qualified by saying I don't want to. Yeah, I don't yes. want to pry, but yeah. but it, it is, is very clear. Heart, it is a heartfelt you know, experience that um, I had with her. And it's, you know, the poems are a dedication to her you know, spirit of aloha that is, has blessed my life. It's become, so, it changed my whole direction and philosophy. So uh, is this going to be an anthology? Or is this just the first of many other books that you're thinking of writing, Stephen? Yes, it is, actually. I'm actually in the process of writing some new poetry and uh, hopefully put together a, a second edition to Poetry of Aloha and release that. And the first book, ultimately, I, I do want to write music to, to the lyrics of the poems ah. and, and turn some of the songs into Hawaiian songs. 
Ah, so I wasn't far off when I suggested that this was coming. I, I didn't know that, but I'm happy to hear yeah. that. Uh, there are some Hawaiian musicians that I need to introduce you to uh, that I think could be a great influence on you. So uh, we'll do that um, off camera, but there are uh, certainly Makana, who I told you about, is one of my close friends. He's the slack key prodigy, um, trained by Sonny Chillingsworth and Gabby Pahanui, two of the classic uh, Hawaiian musicians. So um, he would be one. And well, we'll talk about the others, but the, the point is that they can be a great influence on you and maybe even help you to compose uh, some of your poetry to music. Correct. I, I, it would be an honor to work with those musicians and be able to, to put some of this poetry to music and, and Hawaiian music in particular in that, in that style. And right. You get the, the poems and the lyrics are are, are just waiting for music, you know, and a spirit to be applied. Okay. So, Tony, can we take just a quick little moment and play the Brother Is uh, video again, just so that people get a real sense without me speaking for a moment, uh, or Stephen, so they, they really understand the soul's uh, connection that the Hawaiian music has for all of us who appreciate that genre. So just for a moment, uh, Stephen, we're going to play. I watched them bloom for me and you and I think to myself what a wonderful world Well, I see skies of blue and I see clouds of white and the brightness of day I like the dark beautiful huh Stephen it's just a purity to his voice I know and you appreciate that being a musician probably more than and most people there's one other song that I think Tony wanted to play and that's uh, over the rainbow that's the one that nobody can walk away with a dry eye um, so in a couple minutes we'll we'll segue to that over the rainbow and and uh, keep the Aloha spirit uh, powerful within within this uh, within our discussion so we can continue to refer back to one of the great Hawaiian musicians. But let's talk about you as a musician. So <laughs> you you have a group and it's called Carbon 14. Why, why that name? 
Carbon-14 is a name that goes way back uh, many years. It's the uh, carbon-14 in the scientific definition is the uh, is a radioactive isotope that's used in carbon date testing of fossils and archaeological materials. And our band is uh, the element of carbon is you know, the universal element of life. Everything that exists organically is, is contains carbon. Our music is like the element of life. It, it's theoretical, it transcends all races, cultures, and just brings the spirit together of, of you know, humanity, no matter who you are or what country you live in. And is it the group, the, the group that you founded, the same group today, uh, playing together? There, there are different members that have that have come and gone over the years, but I'm the founding member that goes back to 1989. This group, and so I've been. Wow, that's a long time, Stephen. For over. 30, I didn't even. 30. I didn't think you were even that old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, now I'm blushing. Thanks. But, uh, well, is it? Would it be okay? Would it be yeah, okay with you if we? Uh, oh, go thank ahead. you. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, would it be okay with you if we listen to one of your uh, performances? Yes. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, this is uh, one of our most popular songs. We play music that that we feel touches people's hearts, entertains, puts a smile on their face, and ah. makes them want to get up and dance. This is our, our whole, you know, our so style I, of music. I, yes. I bet one of those is Van Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed it is. Yes. Okay. Great well, song called Brown Eyed Girl. Uh, that's actually one of my favorite songs. So let's go and listen for a moment to Carbon 14, Stephen's group, uh, he's been there since forever, 1989, <laughs> and uh, singing Brown Eyed Girl.
Van Morrison a run for his money. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Well, what, what's with this cowboy hat? Tell us about that um, imagery. Oh my gosh, that's, that's my uh, that's my uh, traditional uh, hat I usually wear in Hawaii, and I wear it at a lot of shows and events that that we do, and it's just become a trademark of, of my uh, music and my presence uh, persona, so to speak, and. Uh, obviously, it comes in handy when you're hiking the trails of Hawaii in, in the Steve, summer sun. Stephen, do you know the name of the uh, Hawaii, or the the name of the word for that in Hawaiian? The the cowboy. I uh, it's I've heard it, but I can't. Okay, I'll tell you. It's called paniolo. 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 That's who you are. You're a paniolo. Uh, at least that's one side of who you are. Um, I think you have many personalities or many sides to you and, and a lot of depth, Actually, obviously. You brought it to... Uh... <laughs> there you are. <laughs> you brought it with you. Oh, my goodness. Very cool. Very cool. So in your experience in Hawaii, um, where have you found the greatest moments of your joy what what at what time and where and what were you doing just give us an idea of how the beauty of hawaii has penetrated your soul one of my most favorite times of the day is early morning before sunrise on the uh, southern shore of Kauai, along the beaches of uh, Mahalapu and Poipu Beach areas. It was just magnificent sunrises there over the Pacific every morning that are just uh, photographs just don't do it justice. I would really highly recommend anyone just witness that in person to realize the full effect. But I do enjoy uh, that area of the islands in the morning, early morning some of my most favorite times to photograph nature and the awakening of the island. And I also enjoy uh, going up to the North Shore, mm -hmm. LA, Kalalau Valley uh, Trail hikes. There's just beautiful scenery up in the Nepali coastal areas and all along the beaches all the way up through the, to the north side. So there's, there's just beautiful scenery everywhere throughout Hawaii that just gives me a thrill of life and vitality and just instills a feeling of, of just wanting to share that with the world. And that's the purpose of Poetry of Aloha, poetry, photography, to share that experience in my own creative expression. So we... We said that you might read us a little um, excerpt from your book. So would you take a moment and pick one of your most favorite little poems? Not too long. <laughs> Our time gets yeah. limited. But, well, yeah, but something that you will books. represent who you are and what you are trying to convey in your book. Would you do that for us? Yeah, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll read uh, a short segment from one of my poems. This is called Prisms. Oh, yes. That's your most fav famous one. This is uh, a friendship of aloha is beyond horizons yet to be found 
where the prisms of the sun kiss the sea. Clouds of cumulus disappear into the mist of the Makai. Opulence of earth and sky meet dreams of humanity. Mm. The reflections and brilliance of nature's creation weave the fabric of life. Gentle reminders of faith beyond our horizons. To touch the softness of early evening stars in the warmth of another hand. Eyes of blue meet darkness of hers on the caress of waves. Islands and worlds apart, but a dream shared by my wandering poetic heart. Wow. So would you interpret for us what you were trying to say through your poetry? Sure. This is uh, my own creative expression of witnessing the beauty of of the nature of, of Hawaii and aloha. When I say opulence of earth and sky, meet dreams of humanity. One of my most uh, you know, revered expressions I like to use. It's sort of my own interpretation of, of my life and nature and how those two you know, weave, weave together. And then it's also about you know, a note to a special person out there. And that's what I mean by, you know, softness of early evening, evening stars and the warmth of another hand. Mm. It's, uh, my poetry is, a, the poem is about the beauty of nature, my love for both that and uh, the intimacy of another soul, mm. spirit of aloha that brings us together. Oh, now you're making me get tears in my eyes, Stephen. <laughs> That is so it's hard touching. To, it's kind of hard to describe myself like, because these poems come from a, uh, in a very real place, very visceral feeling. And, 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 and you know what makes it even more compelling is that you're a businessman by day, your, yeah. your other life. And yes. so you have this dual, duality of being both a very... Um, entrepreneurial, analytical, day-to-day running a business with all the uh, responsibilities of a CEO and a successful one too, I would say, uh, in Delaware there, right? With your um, your company. Uh, why don't you talk for a moment about that and what, how that fits into the whole genre of your poetry, music, and photography? Yes. Well, my business life is... Uh is also sort of, uh, you know, an inner drive and entrepreneurial spirit that's driven me for many, many years. It's brought a lot of great success my way. And it basically has enabled me to uh, experience this, the, the Hawaiian lifestyle and be able to grant me that time and, and dedication to the uh to the islands and my my love of the islands and the time i spend there are all you know based on that business aspect of my life mm-hmm. so one does tie in with the other um, but there's uh, a true separation between my my creative side and and my business personality mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. there is a big difference in, in those realms. And well, I think Delaware it's... is, you know, is, is a, you know, way has been very good to me, has blessed my life in many ways, and has given me the ability to expand upon that now with my experience of, of aloha in Hawaii. So five, five years from now, where do you see yourself, Stephen? I see myself playing in a Hawaiian reggae band on Kauai <laughs> somewhere, perhaps, uh-huh. and writing music and continuing my, my you know, pursuit of aloha spirit to share with the world. Um, my goal would be to uh, eventually in, invest in uh, a farm, organic farm, orchard type property up on Kilauea area of the island. Mm-hmm. Just uh, you know, enjoy my days waking up to the Hawaiian sunrise. So Poipu might be uh, left as a memory and the north side of Kilauea Poipu. and that um, area Poipu. might become your new home on the island? That's, eventually, I would, I would want to have both places, not to sound uh, too uh, you know, selfish in, in my ways, but I, I would keep what I have as an investment type property and share that with other people, vacationers, tourists, anyone who, my friends who like to come to the island to visit, mm. this would be a place for them to enjoy. And I would have my slice of heaven up on the Northern shore of the island. But it's something that I, you know, would, would not want to give up my, you know, either location that hopefully I have the opportunity to, uh, to invest in. But I think there's, uh, you know, a lot that I have to learn and live and realize through you know, my experience there. There's a calling for me to that island in some respects. Well, I can I'm certainly still figuring that out. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, and I certainly ha- would love to help you with um, understanding that because that's where I made my uh, presence on Kauai was on, of course, on the north side and east to north, and uh, starting at Kealia, but then going north to uh, Kilauea at Secret Beach. And uh, I think uh, agriculturally, we had some of the most beautiful holdings there on the north side so anything you need to uh brainstorm about that i'm happy to do that we we had a nursery uh that was 130 beautiful uh palm trees and an organic garden and all of that i i think i mentioned to you when we first spoke that one of the greatest joys of my life is picking your your dinner going to your garden looking at all the beautiful produce picking what you want and within five minutes you're eating some of the healthiest food that uh, on God's uh, planet and and you know it hasn't been sprayed because you've tendered that garden so uh, that is I think one of the greatest gifts that you can have nutritionally supporting yourself from from the land that you've that you've uh, been the steward of and nurtured 
So that I applaud you for wanting to do that. And I think you're going to have an amazing experience. And it, it doesn't have to be commercial. This can just be for you. And um, it always amazes me that Hawaii imports so much produce from the mainland when the, the soil there is, the, you know, you know, the infamous brown <clears throat> red dirt of, of Kauai. Uh, that red dirt is rich in nutrients and, um, you know, this easy to grow, grow a produce there. It just it's a it's a major segue from the sugar, the history of sugar on the island and looking for new opportunities to replace that massive industry. But anyway, little people like you and me, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. That's the theme of our podcast. And here we are, um, you being a great example of that, Stephen. And I know there's a, an amazing future uh, if you do embrace that opportunity uh, on Kauai. Yeah, I'm very... Uh you know, attached to the farm life. Uh, where I have a farm here in Delaware uh -huh. currently. That's where I'm at right now. At right. My, uh, horse, I have a horse farm here that I've had for many years. Right. So I enjoy the land and the space and the, just the realness of nature around me. So I, I hope to transition that into another lifestyle in Hawaii in the next five years. So, so before we segue again to brother is when we as we close today uh what what is it Stephen, that you would most like to leave with our viewers today what is it that you would most like to teach them through the medium of your um communication through the poetry and the and the photography and the music so just you know maybe in one sentence tell us what is it that i am trying to teach i Stephen carbon i'm trying to teach the world I'd like to bring a message of peace, love, of love and reverence for nature and fellow humanity in these trying times of turmoil and political unrest, wars. There's just a need for this, this spirit of aloha to transcend through society. Mm. That is beautiful. So that is your legacy, Stephen, right? Yes, it is. All right. Well, let's listen to Brother Is, and we'll come back one more time. And we're going to listen to Over the Rainbow, with if Tony can bring that on for us. Wonderful. Mm -hmm.
When I listen to that music, I I, I must admit I could, do not have a dry <clears throat> a dry eye. <laughs> How about you? Yes. Yeah, it's very moving. Mm. Just the the simplicity of the melody, the ukulele, and his voice just combine to just create a higher higher element of, of being that I think touches all of us. You know, you know Stephen so true and uh I was I was blessed to see him in person perform on Kauai actually uh yeah they had to bring him on stage with a um a crane oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I know he had a lot of health well difficulties he was, and yeah. you know it didn't detract from his musical heart in any way no, he cared. He cared. He he embodies the Aloha spirit. And um, and and before we close today, I just want to um, dedicate this segment to you, Stephen, for um, being our guest on our podcast and being so connected to your heart, because you are a head person in the day to day life of running a business you have also embraced your heart and you have become a person of connectivity with the land uh the what we call in hawaiian the aina the spirit of the land and uh, i just want you to know how much we all admire what you are trying to accomplish and we want to wish you the best of luck and continuing this journey that is so so important i know you are focused on so many issues that are both challenging for the hawaiians as well as uh spreading the word in the universe about the uh aloha spirit so thank you so much stephen for being our guest today well, i appreciate your invitation michelle to be a guest on your show i was very flattered and humbled to, to be asked and i do appreciate your generosity of spirit well thank you so much and we wish that uh many many more times that we will have an opportunity to hear about you in the future i know you wanted to offer our viewers some special uh what we call our friends and family uh discount so uh maybe just take a moment before we say goodbye uh, say aloha uh to uh explain what it is that you would like to share with our viewers and um and also how we can connect with you well certainly i invite everyone to visit my website poetryofaloha.com there is some wonderful photography on the site as well as some of my newer writings of, of poems that are 
free and available to anyone who, who wishes to take a look uh, and and is curious about the uh, the writing and my authorship. The uh, there is a discount available for anyone watching this podcast to go to my website and personally email me that they saw this show a podcast event and we are willing to discount either copy soft cover or hard copy of, of my book poetry of aloha by 20 percent oh we provide thank you and, uh, and uh so we we definitely want to promote the uh spirit of aloha and anyone who can take this book and pass it on to someone else that's what I would appreciate. Is the book now in publication in Hawaii or 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 mm -hmm. elsewhere, like on Amazon or? Yes, you can currently uh, download the online version from Amazon, Kindle, Barnes and Noble. Okay. There, there are also bookstores on Kauai. In uh, there's a, a bookstore in a little town called Hanapepe. Mm -hmm. Talk story books. The most popular bookstore on Kauai. Right. There are there are editions there at uh, for sale, as well as on the Big Island uh, at Kona Stories is another uh, bookstore that has uh, graciously accepted some editions of my book to be sold. But you you could send out copies personally to our viewers if they contact you by email. Yeah. That's what I think is going to be very clear to people that they can email you that you're so personal and so responsive and so approachable that they can come to you uh, and say, I saw you on Michelle Hughes's podcast or on Ageless and Timeless. And uh, thank you so much for the 20% uh, discount. And then you'll take care of the rest. That's correct. We'll contact them back personally by email Wow. and get all their details and address information to ship to and arrange payment. Mm -hmm. And, and certainly, uh, you know, we invite everyone to come check it out. Very good. Well, Mahalo Nui Loa. Thank you very much, Stephen. Uh, we're so happy you could be with us today and wish you all the best. This Mahalo, is Michelle. I appreciate <laughs> the invite and hopefully, you know, I think we've, uh, hopefully we'll meet again. Oh, I know we will. And, and hopefully that'll be in paradise. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, okay. Uh, meet you in Poipu. Very good. Uh, well, Poipu or Secret Beach, how's that? Uh, <laughs> North and South, we'll get, we'll be get both covered. All right. Very yeah. good, Stephen. Uh, you take care. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha. Well, we took a little journey without getting on an airplane. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, the little slice of paradise that uh, we shared with you today. Stephen certainly embodies the spirit of what, uh, <laughs> amazingly, a haole, which is what we're the Caucasians are called uh, when we're in Hawaii, um, the haoles that can really embrace the feeling, the deep feeling of aloha. It's almost, it truly is like a religion or a spiritual journey to be a part of the Hawaiian culture and to really and truly embrace the, the um, history, the music and um, the, the beliefs of these beautiful Polynesian people. 
So I just wanted to dedicate, other than to Stephen, wanted to dedicate today's show to some of my very personal friends uh, who I hope will watch this podcast. And that's the the new mayor, or actually he's not so new anymore, but the mayor of Kauai is uh, Derek Kawakami, uh, a, a very old friend of mine, and the former mayor, Bernard Cavallo, also a very close friend. And then uh, three of my very, very special uh, staff members that I hope will watch this. And uh, that's Luigi Masello, who is my general contractor and general manager, and Gloria Jabalana, who worked for me for a decade, uh, being my special assistant. And the third one uh, is my CPA, who I couldn't have lived without, and that's Samantha Schetzlein. So to all of you and to Stephen, aloha. This is Michelle Hughes saying goodbye and uh, mahalo from Ageless and Timeless. Oh, <laughs>